Hello, I'm Chris Waters, founder of Spirit of the Inca School of Energy Medicine in the UK and Academia Shamanica in Romania. Welcome to my podcast. Today I'm talking to Steve Nobel from Soul Matrix. Hi, Steve. Hi, Chris. Uh, we've known each other for I don't know how many years since. Must be twenty uh, years. Twenty, yeah, I think so. Last years. Yeah. So, St Steve, you were um, a leading light at Alternatives in London for a long time, and you are now head of the Soul Matrix, and yeah. it's a pleasure to talk to you. And um, we're going to talk about lots of different things, I think. But one of the things I would like to uh, bring to everybody's attention is how do we make how do we make a business out of the energy world that we all work in? And I know that this is your uh, expertise, if you like. So, oh, well, I'll show you. We were talking about the. And the book what i wrote any of you like listen to morecambe and wise you know the book the play what i wrote the book what i wrote the spiritual entrepreneur so basically uh, this is my sixth book i think mm. i thought well i've been so interested in the spiritual world and because i was a director of alternatives for, for uh, 13 years and been in the world and then building my own business uh part-time initially and then full-time i thought well it's a kind of nice blend of well, how do these two worlds meet? Because for a lot of people, they're quite separate. You know, there's a the world of materialism and money, and there's a the world of spirituality. And for a long time, they've been quite separate. You know, you're in the monastery or the mountain, or, you know, you're up, you're away from the world, connecting with your higher self or with God. Mm. And, and there's everyone in the marketplace doing their thing. And that's been the way for a long time. And, uh, you know, you're a sadhu on the mountain or you're a monk or whatever you give, you're renouncing, you know, you're giving up all your possessions and um, you're living very simply. And that, I think that's very, for a while, very important to, to let go of the material world and just focus in on this in, inner world. But where we're at now, I think the, the, the movement is towards merging and synergizing the two so that I find a lot of the spiritual people these days are in the world of be offering a business and being a shaman and offering shamanic sessions um, or, or offering retreats. And I think I, I joked with you earlier that we can't pay for anything with bananas or Reiki healing you know money is a fluid energy and you know there is this it's useful you know if you've got money you just pay someone will you manage my website will you do whatever and so this world of merging the two and actually what i'm finding is that for people who are renouncing money and the world there's there is a lot of stuff to be dealt with it you know and um a mutual friend of ours, uh, I think he bought a Jaguar and he went through all this guilt. Um, I won't say his name just in case. I know who you mean. <laughs> yeah, he went through all this guilt about, I'm a spiritual person and I'm driving a Jaguar and I and I like mm. it. And I thought, mm. isn't it interesting that you would feel guilty about enjoying a Jaguar car? Mm. And uh, that's the thing, isn't it? That a lot of 
spiritual people almost feel guilty about having money. You know, it's best best to be poor and have integrity mm-hmm. than wealthy, than lose your integrity. And so this is a journey about how can I embrace money and business and still retain my integrity? This is another whole area mm-hmm. of challenge for a lot of people. I think you're absolutely right. And in fact, I was talking to somebody just yesterday who is about to join our training. And she was saying exactly that, you know, she felt guilty about asking people for money for what she does and how how else are we supposed to live then you know <laughs> either yeah. we get paid nothing and and do it for free and live in in a very strange world that isn't the world that we actually live in so yeah. for me um it's an energy exchange that is really important yeah. But how do we how do we build a business if we have got that mindset that money is the you know is not a good thing to they, it's money is the root of all evil actually it's, oh, yeah. that's is the love of money that is the, root, the root of all of evil, all evil. Yeah. and of course we see that in the world right now without becoming political but um <laughs> well there was then, always an exchange of energy wasn't there even yeah. in shamanic time tribal times the shaman would do the healing and you give the, the shaman tobacco or food or something it was an exchange mm-hmm. and the exchange had to feel equal rather than well you know that's a tiny bit yeah. of tobacco there i'm hard done by and there's there's a kind of oh uh, and so it has mm. to be equal for the whole process to continue and another interesting side to it is um, there's a cultural issue as well, I found, being at alternatives. And I know you know this one as well. There's the British European cultural um, thing around business, money, and spirituality. And there's the American cultural yeah. thing around business, spirituality, and money. Mm-hmm. And what I found in America, and I know you've come up against this, is um, it's it's kind of like they've almost mixed spirituality with the american dream over there and it's almost Mm. like i've heard people say well how can i honor your abundance which is basically how can i get you to pay me as much money as i want uh, (laughs) without you griping about it that's or i heard another one say my guides do not give concessions as if their guide is interested in whether how much money you're charging or not you know and these are all very american yeah and it's not to say that every american business is like that but there's a kind of element in america of this um if you feel unworthy double your prices and it's like you know i've I've even come up against this where i was actually working with someone and they kind of almost were doubling their prices because suddenly they felt worthy and they'd been Mm -hmm. on a marketing course in some american online thing and Mm -hmm. and in england it's the opposite there's this kind of extra humility and humbleness and you know and you know the authors which we put on alternatives the americans will sometimes come out going hello i'm here basically you know love Mm me and because in america if you don't blow your own trumpet no one will whereas in england the authors would almost come out sometimes going well i'm sorry to take your time up you know it's it's, (laughs) so and i notice this kind of balance there's a kind of balance needed between these extremes of the Mm. american out there let's go for it which yeah. can be lovely, isn't it? Let's go for it. I've got a dream. I'm going to go for it. And the British, well, I'm kind of not sure I'm going to sit back and take my time. And and in the middle ground is the kind of honoring of self, I think, between the kind of honoring your dream, going for it, and also charging something that's reasonable uh, and mm. and honors you. Like I, 
I know someone who charges for a session, an hour or two hour session, energy healing session, 1,400 pounds. Woo. And I'm like, what? And I actually had a session with, with this person years ago when they were doing it for free just to, to learn the ropes. And I'm like, oh, now they're charging 1,400 quid. They're obviously honoring their own abundance. But that felt like a lot of honoring, really. <laughs> and the person who told me about her prices when I checked her out was also charging 444 pounds for a wow. session of one or two hours. And again, that was a bit like, you know, I, I want to make it um, that I feel okay, but I'm not overcharging. You know, yes. I've got to feel there's a that point of yeah, okay. There's the point, the yeah. like yeah. the clutch point in the bit. I get that, Steve, because I'm the same. It's like I have to, I have to feel into this. How much am I charging for anything? <clears throat> I have to feel into it. If it feels right, then it's it's like yes. And if yeah. it feels too much or too little, then it's a it's a feeling thing. It's not. Um, yeah, I, I mean, every American, every American business entrepreneur is throwing stuff at you all the time. It's like, I, I, I feel overwhelmed sometimes with, yeah. you know, with the attitude of that. And, and in a way, that's not my way. It's not the way I want to. It's not, I don't want to be aggressive in, in my marketing, for example, because I want people to, to know me to yeah. feel me, to know that this, I'm the right teacher for them or I'm the right healer for them, and then feel into the price that I charge that is reasonable without being over the top. But, um, yeah, yeah. You, you you get the idea that, <laughs> oh, like, oh yeah. my God, do I, am I not valuing myself here? <laughs> <laughs> well, in the marketing, again, there's a cultural thing, because in Britain, and I learned alternatives, because I, I did work with some marketeers, which were very American, and they had these long sales pages, which was testimonial after testimonial. And here's another, if you buy this, you get this discount. And it went on and on and on and on and on. <laughs> and when I was doing alternatives, I was writing much shorter, like, you know, here's the author, here's what they're talking about, come along. And I realized I needed to actually step up a bit and make it a bit more. But if when I ever see a page like that, I automatically delete. I will never buy anything from anyone. And I had a long conversation with this friend of mine who does that stuff. And he said, but all the statistics show it works. And I went, well, I don't know where these statistics are. Maybe in America it does work. Cause I, yeah. I think in America I might be wrong, but it's almost like if you don't buy this product, you're a failure type mm. of thing, or you're left out or you're out of the zone. There's a lot mm. of that kind of pushy, you know, yeah. get on board with it, you know, yeah, and it doesn't really work so much in 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 Europe. That no, kind of. I don't think it does, and and it certainly it puts me off as well. You yeah. know, it's like here are all the bonuses and the bonuses and the bonuses oh. and the bonuses. <clears throat> it's like I don't need all those bonuses. <laughs> Just tell me what I'm going to buy, and then yeah. I'll, if it if it's right, I'll buy it. But yeah. yeah, I I think I think there's an overkill in yeah. some respects for all that and. And it's, you're right, and it's not, I don't believe it's the British way anyway. And no. I, and if somebody feels pushed to do any of my work, whether it's a one-to-one -one healing or a training, they feel pushed, then you're going to get a pushback, aren't you? Yeah, it's like, for sure. Yeah, so don't do it. 
<laughs> well, most of my audience are actually Americans, and uh, oh, right. I think they come to me because they find it refreshing that I'm not doing that with them. Yeah. I'm yeah. actually on YouTube giving like most of my stuff away for free, and they're like, "Wow, we don't mm. normally get this kind of thing." Yeah. Or, or people sending me money, and or, or even sending me. I quite like socks, and uh, <laughs> I'll show you my socks. And people send me in the post socks. You believe it or not. So here's my flower. Oh, sock. I've got a sock collection, and I've got loads of people. Even at retreats, people give me socks. They think you know, I need need more. <laughs> Maybe I do need more. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the sock person. I am. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, so your your book is for people who want to create a business in this field who yeah. who want to um to grow their business if they've already got a business they want to grow it but in a way that um fits and suits this the way that we are because again energy people energy medicine people are not pushy in that way are they no uh, but a lot of energy spiritual healers empaths have probably dived into all kinds of healing methods done a, often mostly they've done a lot of healing on themselves the journey is always mm. begins with ourselves so we do the journey on ourselves and at a certain point there might come the thought you know what maybe i could step into this zone of actually creating mm. something and helping others and uh, what most people lack is the business skills about mm. well how do i do it and that's what the book kind of addresses both sides. It's like the energetic side of business because there's an energetic side yes. of building a business and there's the practical side. So for a lot of people, the practical side will probably be useful, but also I've, I've written about the energetic side, the energetics mm. of a business, which is like, it's um, how, what is the kind of vibration you're putting out there? What yeah. is the kind of things you can do that will get you to be seen because one of the core things that most people face is resistance about visibility or being mm. seen. You know, I'd like to mm. create a business, but I'm a bit shy. I'm, I don't, ooh, I, you know, what on social media or what my mm. own photo. And mm. there's this whole, that's the most common resistance I found around visibility. And um, mm. I know one healer friend that's actually a very good healer, but her business has never thrived because she's never managed to get over the visibility issue. Uh, we did work a bit together, but she has a very practical reason, which is she, one of her blood relatives has got a mental health issue and she wants to not be seen by this person. So that's a really a difficult one because I said to her, well, until you resolve this, you're never mm -hmm. going to take off because you're hiding all the time. Mm, exactly. But for most people, they don't have that kind of practical issue. They haven't got a sociopathic parent who's wants to hunt them down so most people it's just in their heads and it's just going to get yeah. in over their own head resistance I think, really. yeah i do think that uh, it, you know because you know i work semantically so yeah. I, uh, one of the things that i know is that um being seen as a healer has terrible consequences from the past you know, if you think even even you've only got to look at um, what happened to Jesus. You know, oh, yeah, <laughs> <He> was, <right. laughs> it's like <laughs> and all the you know uh, the past lives that we've all had that um, meant that really being seen was a was a dangerous thing. But yeah. my thing that is that this this lifetime is really the time when we have to show up because the world needs us and if we don't show up 
and we don't get seen, then the world can't have us. And, and what we have to offer as healers and change makers and peacemakers is so, so important right now. So yeah. being seen and being heard yeah. and being out there um, is really important. And most really? people don't realize, well, like, when I say to them, if someone comes out with this particular issue, it's very common, actually, that we've had lifetimes where we've been tortured, killed, excommunicated, banished, um, you know, whatever. And so the program's still running. I can't come out the closet because I'll get killed. And I say to them, mm. Rishi Sunak is not interested in you, the Reiki healer, or you, the witch, <laughs> or you, the, he doesn't care about you anymore. They're not interested. If you're a whistleblower, then the governments tend to be a little bit more, you know, if, mm. if someone's a whistleblower, I'd say be careful because they mm. are, that's a bit more of a dodgy area. Or Joe Biden in America is not interested particularly in Reiki healers either, you know, um, mm. and, and and they can't, most people laugh at that and they go, oh yeah, and they kind of, re and their brain kind of reconfigurates a bit and whatever energy is going kind of reshifts a little bit. And um, and the energy and, and the energetics of business, <clears throat> I think is really, really important. And I think people don't understand. Um, and it's good that you're, you've put that in your book as well, because, and there's a lot of things about, law of attraction but our energy the vibration that we put out actually magnetizes what we want right yeah absolutely well you've got to get clear on um at the most basic practical level clear on who you are and what you're offering mm -hmm. and once you get clear i mean it's very easy if you're a dentist going well i offer dental it's clear isn't it it's like there's no clear but a lot of people are not clear about what they're offering or they're offering so many different things. It's confusing. You've got there's 10 things there or, mm -hmm. and, and the more, one of the things pe most people don't understand is the more choice you're offering, often it actually confuses people. Mm -hmm. um, I was offering two things on my sessions when I was watching sessions, two, two off different sessions, which I tried to make as distinct as possible. And I was still getting emails going, I don't know which one to choose. So I'm not clear. And so what I did, I got yeah. rid of one and mm -hmm. I just offered one going yeah. now that is now included that if you need it so yeah. I thought, i'll make it really easy but the the, the the kind of practical level is the very boring word branding which is a horrible word because you know corporates have grabbed it and turned it into this really horrible thing and i i've done a few branding workshops or mini workshops and i like oh my god it's like do these companies even believe in what they're saying but as as an energy healer or or a spiritual entrepreneur, it's a really good idea to sit with what is my brand, mm. and who and, and some people brand it on themselves. Hey, I'm Steve Noble, or some people brand it on a company, or a mm. or a, you know I'm an AkashicRecords.com, or I'm a SoulMatrix.com, or something. So you got to get clear. The most basic is: Am I branding it on myself? Am I selling myself, or am I selling a particular service? Mm. And then you got to think: Well how spiritually uh, overt am I from not very spiritually overt to very spiritually overt. And some people actually think they're being spiritually overt and they're not. Cause I had one client who was a coach. Um, what was it? She was um, a particular kind of coach. And she said to me, well, I'm, I'm pretty spiritual and holistic. And I looked at a website and I said, well, what your website looks corporate, corporate, corporate. Mm -hmm. And she was totally shocked. She has worked in the corporate world. So it's really it's really good to know I want to be totally 100% spiritual or I'm, I, I just don't want to be overly spiritual. I want to be more practical. You've got to get a kind of sense. Mm -hmm. of, I want to blend a little bit. 
but get a sense of where you are with that. And then, I mean, there are all kinds of branding questions you can ask yourself, but the real clear thing is, who are you? Why are you doing what you're doing? Your story mm -hmm. is really important because your story is also an energetic vibration. You yes. know, I had a dark night at the soul five years ago. You know, mm -hmm. a, a higher self spoke to me and now I'm off doing this. Mm -hmm. So people like to hear the stories. They don't just want to buy, well, who are you? You know, Chris, mm -hmm. who's Chris? And, mm -hmm. oh, Chris, this is Chris. She's been working shamanism. She's done all this training. This is the reason why she's doing it. Oh, great. Mm -hmm. Now, in America, they overdo stories. They, they do it over to death. You know, when I read people's <laughs> bios, I think, I don't really need to know you eat at Wendy's every third Wednesday or, you know, they, it's like, just who are you and why you're doing it? Yeah. And then what are you offering? It's really clear like that. And mm -hmm. this is all part of your, when people see, I mean, even your logo has to be a representation of mm -hmm. that. And the whole thing has to be a representation of that. The good thing about branding is it keeps you on. It don't let you wander off into some. It's like, no, stay on track. Mm -hmm. Who are you? What you're offering? The whole thing has to be on track. Yeah. But the branding is practical. It keeps you on track about explaining about what you do and who you are. And it also is an energetic vibration. People look at your website or look at the image of you and your logo and they go, oh, mm. I felt something. I, yeah. I don't know why I'm booking this, but I just felt. Uh, yeah. Exactly. So yeah. that's the kind of combination of practical, mm. tell people, and, you know, and energetic. It's a bit like being at a party and people say, well, what do you do? And you say, well, I'm an Akashic Records reader or clearer. And they're like, wow, that's really clear. I'm interested. Or they'll be totally put off because <laughs> they're not interested in it. Yeah. And that's fine because you can't be all things to all people. And if your branding yeah. is trying to be all things to everyone, it means you're, it's a bit like, um, we did a workshop years ago in alternatives and um again i won't say the name but the the workshop was um kind of angels nature spirits and spirit guides something like that mm -hmm. and 120 people booked like wow mm -hmm. they want this and then that was a success and the same person put on the next workshop about on the next program i think Everything you want to know about the new age, but are afraid to ask. It's a bit of a play on the book on everything you want to know about sex. Afraid mm. to ask. And eight people booked. Mm. Specific, yeah. clear, to yeah. vague. Yeah, uh, what exactly. Is it? Yeah, exactly. And these are all kind of practical and energetic vibration out there. So, uh, like, if you're a dentist, you could be a you could be a holistic dentist, and that vibration of holistic comes through with the imagery and everything so i knew a, a friend of mine who had a yoga studio with a mother and her mother was not spiritual she was spiritual the daughter and all the branding was on like pumping iron and boom 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 and it didn't really work very well and then the mother left the company and she had a chat with me and i said look you're a spiritual person just rebrand and make it more overtly spiritual so she did mm. and she called it mojo i think she renamed the whole thing mojo in this was in clapham it's still going in clapham and then in clapham if you know clapham it's a very kind of everyone does yoga and there's like mm -hmm. 12 yoga students and suddenly she was the spiritual one where everyone else was just less so so mm -hmm. she's and so her branding stuck out mm -hmm. and she attracted a, a massive investment of a hundred thousand pounds within a few months and i wow. said it's all your branding people look mm -hmm. at it and go Oh, I like that. It's a bit like being on the X Factor. Oh, I like you. You're, you're, yeah. you're, you've got talent, but there's something else. There's a, mm. there's a, like there's an essential quality that's hard to pin down. Like Marilyn Monroe. There's a kind mm. of what is it? You don't know what it is, but there's something. Yeah. And it's that yeah. it's that vibration, really. Mm. 
Yeah, and actually, you're right, and and that vibration is the essence of whoever you are. Is the <clears throat> seed of destiny that was planted in you that shines out that yeah. people really get, and I think that's really important. Yeah. Um, yeah. that's that's what they've got to get and once you know it yourself and, and that's your journey isn't it you you mm. we, we go through the layers of you know what am i here to do i don't know what i'm here to do i think it's about that and you and, and then eventually you, you click and it's like oh i'm on track and when you get that click and you're on then people yeah. feel it they, yeah, then exactly. they're coming to you you yeah. know and i always say to people in the spiritual zone uh, and there's a chapter in my book actually called your weirdness is your brilliance and yeah, um, nice because mostly we try and be normal and fit in. And I say to people, don't try and fit in. Don't try to be normal. Go and find what's your uniqueness, your gifts, your strengths, your values, your dreams, what you want to offer, the whole package. And tell people, because people want to go, wow. And these days, weird is great. There's a great um, author called Seth Godin, who yeah. I think even wrote a book called Your Weirdness is What, what People Want in This World. And he's not spiritual, but he's basically saying, be creative, be unique, don't mm. try and copy. I mean, there's so many, that's the thing, isn't it, about copying that yeah. uh, 50 shades of gray, then everyone was doing it. <clears throat> yeah. And, or The Secret, and everyone's doing it. And you look mm. at it and go, oh, it's just copying. Mm. And people are not easily fooled, you know, or no. the, or the um, Twilight Zone, and everyone wants to write about vampires. So be unique. Don't try yeah. and copy, even if it's really successful. I mean, be inspired by what's successful and get the ingredients. So you go, oh, I like that, like that, which I have done. I've, there's a lot of people I've seen it will turn to that. I really like, for example, Wayne Dyer. His storytelling was really brilliant. Mm -hmm. And then I liked another quality of a channel called Cryon that I really liked his generosity in giving stuff for free. And then so you gather all these things and then you – because they're just telling you what's within you that you want to mix in your own unique way. Mm, yeah, so I love that. Yeah. No, I like that actually because what the, listening to you speak, Steve, is like what I'm with is with the training that I offer, and and it's a year long training. So there are four modules, but by the time people get to the north, so. Yeah. It, they're stripping away, stripping away, stripping away all the old beliefs, all the old ideas about who they are. And and by the time they get to the north, which is a third direction, suddenly it's almost like their creativity starts to blossom yeah. and they become who they were always supposed to be. And And it's so beautiful to watch that happen, you know, under the, under the, medicine if you like as the i just i'm just astounded by how easy and simple it is when you've got the right tools to to actually uncover what you were here to do in the first place yeah because i i guess you're 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 working shamanically in the four directions like the yeah, exactly. going around and i think your tradition was is the peruvian isn't it are you yes, trained it in that, that yeah, system that's right so, you know, if you're working, I mean, I've worked more in the European system, but it's still like air. I imagine air, mind, mm -hmm. water, motions, mm -hmm. uh, fire, will, um, earth structure. I mean, that's the tradition mm -hmm. in the in Euro in European system, but it may, it, I know the directions are different in, in the system you're doing, but it's like finding all the aspects of our being. Yeah, where, exactly. Whichever way you look at it. Yeah, exactly. And diving into it. And most of us are too busy, you know, worrying about the kids or the mortgages or whatever, mm -hmm. to spend time in diving in. And 
to really know what we're here to do, we have to spend time in self-reflection and diving into ourselves and also the process of diving into ourselves and connecting with something higher and diving into ourselves and connecting to something higher, higher or deeper, you know, whichever way you look mm. at it, higher or deeper. Well, both. <laughs> uh, both, yeah. And then we get to know, like, well, what do I believe? Most people don't know what they believe or, know, or, or, or dive into their feelings. You know, certainly in br British culture, what are feelings? Well, I rather don't know. I'd keep them at a distance. I'll, <laughs> I'll think about why I feel. You know, certainly, because when I was I raised in a British family and my family didn't feel very much at all, apart from the odd outburst of anger or whatever. But when I, I married into a Mediterranean family and I'd had then after that a long-term relationship with another Mediter Mediterranean person, I'm like, wow, Mediterranean people, they really do emotions. <laughs> so it was a full emotional you know, yeah, intelligence yeah, yeah. course for me, like, well, yeah, and uh, which was great. I think that's a fantastic thing. I mean, certainly for me being British going into, and I think in America, they're also a little bit, little bit more. Uh, there yeah. are some cultures, my partners are South, South African, and there's a little bit more of a difference there. Mm. So it's really good also to explore cultures because cultures have a different way of looking at the world. Absolutely. Yeah. I, 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 had that, I had that yeah. same thing when I was um, a student and I, my degree was languages. So I had to, right. go to, had to go to Spain to live for six months. And coming from a very quiet English family, I get to Spain and they're all huggy and, you know, loud. And I was like, wow, these people, they're amazing. And yeah. I, I was at a party once and my friends had come over from England and my Spanish friends said to me, why are you all whispering? <laughs> like no no we're not whispering this is how we talk you know yeah. they're all like wow la, 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 la. <laughs> yeah but i lived it, in a spiritual community with a lot of spanish and uh yeah. i really like their, their parties were like 100 people would turn up in guitar playing and it's like yeah, whoa okay yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was fabulous there is a there is an interesting <laughs> cultural aspect to the business side as well because mm -hmm. in britain and in america we're more independent um we're, we're taught to be independent which means if i start my business okay you know you leave home at 18 go on go off find yourself in the world start my business off you go but if you're in spain or southern italy or uh, or these countries it's not just about you starting your business it's about what your uncle thinks about it and what your mother thinks yeah. about it and the advice yeah. that your cousins think about it. it's like everyone has an opinion and yeah. so if you are i mean if you are in an independent British American culture, for you, it's about support. It's about yeah. going and finding mentorship, other people who are in the zone. If yeah. you're in a tribal collective culture like Europe, European and Arabic, you're you're having to separate from all the opinions of everyone else yeah. and go find the opinions of people who really matter because you you don't want to be oh, you know yeah. your second cousin may not really know about your business you know but they'll still yeah. give you their opinion. So if anybody's listening to this in that kind of culture, your job is to get away from everybody's opinion in your family and extended family and actually do it. My my family, uh, my kids, my grandkids and my ex-wife, none of them understand what I am doing. They, the, my dad, my daughter says to me, Dad, what are you doing? And, I'm, I, and she bursts into laughter if I tell her. So I just I go, why am I telling you? You're just laughing. <laughs> yeah. And so th they've got no opinion other than, oh, well, it sounds. But when I got 100,000 subscribers on YouTube and I got a silver award, then suddenly they sat up and went, oh, what yeah. do you mean you got an award for this? 
<laughs> my street cred went up. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That kind of um, thing. Yeah, I think I think you're right. And also, you know, so many people get told when you're going to get a proper job. You know. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, my dad told me that. <laughs> yeah, but it's about following following your heart, really. Um, but also, I I kind of just coming to wrapping this up a little bit is yeah. We we follow our hearts, but at the same time, there's something about grounding that, anchoring that into the everyday reality, and how we can do that so that the you know what we want to create becomes a reality and not just a concept that we you know it would be good, wouldn't it be lovely if? Um, and I think you know people like you, Steve, and particularly with your book, it's really important for. Uh, the spiritual community and the artists and the creators and the you know what i call the misfits you know yeah, yeah. need to to have that kind of wisdom available so that you know they they can create the kind of world that they want and through a business well, I think it is that Arabic saying of trust in god but tie your camel which is kind yeah. of the practical and energetics you know trust in god deal with the energetics you create your reality which we all embrace i think you know everyone listening to this we create our reality from the inside out but while we're creating our business tie your camel do the practical stuff you know don't mm. just meditate i mean there are there were gurus i don't know if it's some guru was uh, had a big project in mind and his devotee said to him well, where's the money going to come from and he just said wherever it is now which is absolutely wonderful faith, you know, and I think it did work, but it's, it's like while you're on the path, do the practical stuff, you know, and there'll come a point where you just kind of sit there going, wouldn't it be lovely to manifest X and it will happen. But as that we're learning on the journey and it is a learning curve and it's a fast learning curve because especially dealing with things like we talked about visibility and money and getting out there and being seen and serving people and stepping up in terms of maybe raising prices or whatever, all of these things, it's a learning journey from mm -hmm. healing yourself and doing all these things on yourself to going and sharing it in the world. It's, it's a big shift, mm. really. Or even the shift going from an, an employee to an entrepreneur is a massive shift, which, we, which I could spend an hour talking about that, really. The shift mm. in thinking from nine to five, following rules to you're on your own, mate, generating mm. your own money and the rules are what you make. I mean, there are some rules around tax, and mm -hmm. but generally you are in the zone of what are the rules? Finding the rules, bending the rules, making your own rules. You know, mm -hmm. generating the rules and following mm -hmm. your own way, really. And it's a yeah. it's it's a real hero's journey. It is. I agree totally. Yeah, I yeah. totally agree with that. It is, and and the obstacles that you come across as you go, you know, the the, the inner demons that you meet that say i can't or i mustn't or i shouldn't yeah um, you know it's it is a hero's journey but yeah. it's worth it it's worth it well i know you've been on it for a long time because i remember yeah. i met you first of all in reading when you were doing these mind body spirit festivals yeah. which I, at a time i thought they were amazing you know 20 odd years ago 20 something years ago oh, you're doing it's 30 them. years ago 30 years ago <clears throat> and it takes a lot of organization you know it wasn't just trusting in god you did have to tie your camel up a few times to put that on i know yeah 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 so. yeah i mean that was that was the beginning for me of wanting to make a difference in the world and how could i do that and that was where i began actually yeah so yeah and now you're you're doing oh i mean i've i've seen your journey the 
training with uh, you know the Peruvian side, and now mm-hmm. you're offering. You've been doing it for quite a while. These shamanic trainings. Yeah, twenty three years now. Wow, you better, you'd be getting good at it done by now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, it's 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 that it's been a journey as well, you know, because uh, it's like how to shift my own mindset really from being an organizer and and inviting people to you know tell their story and and be and to be honest I was really inspired by all the people I invited to Reading to to do workshops and I that inspired me um and I I think that was what helped me grow myself as well um so you know it's like we're we think we're on a path and we are of course and and there are detours and and you think oh yeah this is what i'm here to do and then you realize actually that's just the first part of what i'm here to do and that will take me on and lead me here and lead me there and this is where i am now and Yeah. yeah i i'm i've got two companies now one here in england called um spirit of the inca and also in Romania, Academia Shamanica. Oh, so right. I'm, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm kind of a founder of two businesses and and I have a team of people that work with me in both places because I don't want to do it all by myself. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, for sure. That's yeah, great. Uh, yeah, we're, yeah, we're doing well. And um, I think, yeah. I've been inspired by so many good people along the way, including you, Steve. Oh, thank you. Um, you know, at alternatives, seeing what how you did what you did, and well, just watching people. That, yeah, um, yeah. Well, I've been inspired by you, and all. Yeah, and likewise, we we've both been on our journey. Where our paths cross quite a bit there. Yeah, they have done that, haven't they? And you did yeah. some semantic work for alternatives as well, clearing the old energies out. Mm-hmm. The yeah. um. I forget the name of the ritual when all of those colored sands and beads and everything. Yeah, the dispatcho. Dispatcho, yeah, that ritual. Clearing out the uh, old gunk. And Mm. and yeah, yeah, I think we did do a good job there of clearing out because, you know, with the church and with the history of any spiritual Mm. organization, there's always karmic gunk. And so we had to clear all that out. And and, and now hopefully it's a shinier, hopefully shinier ship sailing through the ocean, hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully. Well, we don't know, but it it's still going. So <laughs> yeah, so it's still going and hopefully successful. Yeah, yeah. So well, thank you, Steve. For thanks, Chris. These. If just tell me again, tell us again what the name of your book is and how they people can get hold of it if they want the to. The Spiritual Entrepreneur, and it's through Amazon as Kindle or as a physical book. Okay, great. Yeah. The Spiritual Entrepreneur, and my website is the Soul Matrix dot com brilliant well it's been a real pleasure to connect with you again after all these years really and, yeah thanks chris uh, yeah, yeah thank you for we should stay in touch yeah let's let's yeah. do that yeah okay <laughs> we will all right okay. take care thank you thanks, chris. bye for now bye thank you for being with us today If you would like to find out more, you can check out my website, www.spiritoftheinca.com. And do please join us soon or get in touch. You can email me at chris at spiritoftheinca.com.
Bendición ta choraiku waiku Bendición ta saminchaiku waiku Kuyai kuyai puriskaiku Kuyai kuyai puriskaiku manta Aya po sangati ay koyorite Nyachut nyachutaita saminchaiku wanjinya Nyachutaita bendisiku wanjinya Iskai koyor nyawaikiwa Piscarosas, maquillewan. Ay, papito, ay, pachamama. Gracias, urpilais, un boy.